Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled, Biblical Christians, Should We Be Making Our Opinion Known? And I want to say at the outset that uh, I've written uh, nearly 400 articles uh, in the last two years, and a number of them I've turned into podcasts. Uh, This one has been one of the more significant for me personally because it addresses a challenge um, that demands justification for my writing effort. Uh, my work is intended to strengthen theology of the saved and challenge the deteriorating culture of the lost. Um, this is the second area that it's, or rather, in this second area that I've uh, it made me a bit uneasy um, regarding scriptural support for um, challenging our culture. And so that's really what the intent of this podcast is all about. So, should biblical Christians be challenging the status quo? A reader uh, recently commented on an article I wrote, uh, which was critical of Disney for producing and financing a new show on FX entitled Little Demon. Below, uh, uh, or what I'm about to read, is an excerpt from this individual who is one of the more prominent members of a popular Christian deconstructionist publication on Medium. He, He says, quote, Evangelicals for the past three generations at least have been working for the evil one by promoting a one-and-done approach to Christian fellowship, unquote. Of course, uh, offering a, a blanket comment that evangelicals are working for Satan is a controversial statement, especially coming from one who professes to be a Christian. Uh, continuing to defend his point, he goes on, and I quote, Paul, Peter, John, Hebrews, Well, all of the New Testament is clear that if you are an actual follower of Christ, you'll be naturally repulsed by these things, a reference to Satan and demons and so forth, but without a need to judge others. No one has ever built a better world by complaining, unquote. So the two points he's trying to make uh, were that, um, and by extension, we as biblical Christians, not just myself, have no right to criticize Disney for promoting a TV comedy series on the challenges of a teenage daughter, the Antichrist, who has Satan as her father. Um, And Christians should be naturally wise enough to stay away from such bad influences, is his point first point. And a second point is that I, and uh, by definition, we as biblical Christians have no right to complain in the public square about the deterioration of our secular culture. So let me respond to the, his first point first. Are Christians naturally repulsed by sin? My answer is no. It is true that if you are an actual follower of Christ, you will be naturally repulsed by these things. Is that true? And my answer is, I don't think so. Mature Christians with the Holy Spirit as their counselor should be repulsed by those idols which can infect our relationship with God. However, what about the young Christian still drinking spiritual milk? A reference to 1 Peter 2.2. Further, even the most pious and steadfast among us can find ourselves regularly immersed in some form of sin. Mark 7.21 and following. For from within, out of the heart of man, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, 
wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they define a person. Many of us, like Paul in Romans 7.20, suffer and struggle with one or more of these quote-unquote evil things. We are sinners before we're saved, and we remain sinners after we're saved. Part of the sanctification process is to work out our salvation in a way that engages the Holy Spirit more and more in our lives as we learn how to resist our continuing sin nature. Satan always looks for our weak points to pounce on, and in this example, the production of a TV show that emphasizes his influence and habituates us to his sinister intent through comedy needs to be brought to the surface and challenged. His second point, should biblical Christians keep our criticism of sin exclusively inside the church family? And my answer is no to that as well. A Christian's first priority should be to focus on our own sinful actions rather than dwelling on the sins of outsiders to the faith, such as Disney uh, and their fan base. Matthew 7, 1 through 6 paints a clear picture of where our target should be. Embodied in that is Matthew 7, 4. Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? It's important to note that this verse is referencing to or is referencing a relationship between brothers and sisters in Christ, which is clearly not between the Disney Corporation and biblical Christians. However, it still begs the question, should Christians who are passing through this world rather than being citizens of this world engage in highlighting the deterioration of this world? My simple answer is a qualified yes. However, how I get to that opinion is more complex and nuanced. Earlier this month, I wrote an article outlining 22 negative trends witnessed in my, early, in my nearly 70 years on this earth. Comments on the post were mixed, ranging from agreement to sadness to criticism, uh, basically from my lack of presenting any positive trends along with the negative. Should we, as Christians, be quote-unquote complaining publicly about the negative direction taking place in our society? Is highlighting these concerns in a public way anti-Christian or anti-biblical on the application of the four verses I'm going to mention? 1 Thessalonians 4.11, to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we instruct you. Romans 13.1, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there's no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. 1 Timothy 2.1 and following, first of all then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and for all those in high authority, that we may lead peaceful and quiet lives, godly and dignified in every way. And finally, 1 Peter 2.13 and following, Be subject to the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. So the question is, how do these verses wedge themselves into a post that publicly calls out Disney with clickbait titles such as mine. And the title of it was Disney's Next Step Toward the Abyss. So my justification for calling out moral decay. Since I started the nonprofit uh, Biblical Christian Worldview nearly two years ago, 
and began writing on medium.com a year ago. My focus has been twofold. First, to offer theological clarity on what a biblical Christian worldview looks like, and second, to contrast it against our deteriorating cultural norms and media bias on both sides of the coin. The mission statement of Biblical Christian Worldview reads, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a Biblical Christian Worldview. In the early days beyond the encouragers, there seemed to be an unending number of atheists, agnostics, and generally angry people responding to my posts. Much of their vitriol was expressed with few filters. However, as time has gone on, I now receive very few responses of this type. Indeed, the challenges and questions come much more from what I consider curiosity seekers and Christians who ask uh, and respond with candor due to the anonymity of the medium, uh, medium medium.com. And I've had nearly 4,000 responses. Further, I rarely comment on posts written by writers antagonistic to the gospel. In my view, this position represents a contemporary parallel to the disciples in the first first century trying to defend and qualify what a biblical Christian worldview looks like while living in a secular society. They traveled about on missionary journeys offering the gospel message and instruction to whomever attended their meetings or listened and read their writings. This is the same today in biblically-based churches and in venues such as the Christian Broadcasting Network, um, the Denison Forum, Medium, Substack, thousands of other internet-based sites, and to a much lesser degree, broader media outlets such as Fox Nation. In all of these venues, the public can choose to engage or not engage based on their interests and preferences. So, as individuals, each of us can certainly choose to remain silent on the trends of moral and anti-biblical Christian decline taking place in this country. Disney and their new FX show are only trying to capture that trend to make money for their stockholders. There are many examples throughout history where the consequences of this strategy of keeping silent has been demonstrated along with its inevitable outcomes. For example, the rise of Hitler in Germany. The verses I mentioned above, uh, which some would use as justification for silence, are certainly to be taken seriously. However, so is the illustration Jesus offered when he overturned the tables of the money changers because they were defiling God's temple in John 2.13 and following. Christ also challenged the elites of his time, calling them a brood of vipers in Matthew 12.33. And other verses which demonstrate this point are Mark 3, 5, Psalm 4, 4, Numbers 32, 13, Psalm 7, 11, and Matthew 21, 12, and following. Finally, Jesus and his disciples wrote the entire New Testament as an instruction manual for life. They were not merely speaking to the saved or the forming church. They were speaking to whoever was interested in listening to them in the courtyards and the city gates throughout the known world. As Jesus dealt with sin, as his ministry expanded, he showed love and compassion for the poor and downtrodden. But as mentioned above, he also showed righteous indignation towards those who opposed the true teachings of the Old Testament. 
Paul and the other apostles continued to defend the new covenant that Jesus fulfilled by disciplining the growing church and all those outside the church willing to listen to the truth. Finally, for those willing to open their minds to the reality of our moral trajectory, clarifying what is good becomes easier to understand when juxtaposed against what is bad. I would contend that the term good can only be defined when viewed in the context of what is bad. So to conclude, each of us must decide where the line should be drawn in challenging the moral decay of our time as compared to the immutable commands of a holy and righteous God. No matter where we land on that calling, there must be a recognition that we as Christians are far from perfect and that it's the sin we are drawing attention to, not the sinner. Christians need to publicly stand for what we believe in without becoming belligerent and driving a wedge deeper between our static morality based on scripture and the deteriorating ethics of our culture. However, we don't have to blast that view from the rooftops with harsh and condemning rhetoric. We can find acceptable, loving outlets, such as building one-on-one relationships focused on God's love, not Christian hate. Ignoring Danny DeVito playing a benign Satan birthing the Antichrist falls outside of my boundaries for remaining silent. However, there is scriptural support for directing our challenges on the country's deteriorating moral boundaries from within our Christian subculture and also gently towards those who are seeking answers that only God can provide rather than directing our warnings toward those not ready to listen. To that group, we as biblical Christians need to shake the dust off our feet, a reference to Matthew 10:14, and maintain our testimony, 1 Peter 2:12. As a writer on Medium and our own website, Biblical Christian, or rather bcworldview.org, I believe I found a balance in this regard. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.